So this is really about you having the will to move forward into an area of passion that what do I love? Why do I want to get out of the bed? Like what gets me churning? What do I want to talk about that's authentic? That's really what your stone nudings about. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realized it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. Welcome, Almost 30 Nation. It is Lindsay Simsick. Krista Williams. And we're happy you're here. We're happy you're here. (laughs) If it's your first time, welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. We are a podcast um, that talks about health, wellness, spirituality, career development. Um, We basically give you all the tools to navigate big transitions in your life, like turning almost 30. So that's why our name is Almost 30. (laughs) And if you are returning to the podcast, thanks so much, guys. We really appreciate your support. Thank Mm -hmm. you for joining the Secret Facebook group. If you haven't joined it, we are waiting for you. Um, Just search Secret Almost 30 Podcast Group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you for rating and reviewing and subscribing on iTunes. Your subscriptions really mean a lot to us. It gets us higher on the charts so people see us and then we can bring on even more amazing guests and bring on amazing sponsors. So that really means everything. Thank you. Thank you. Um, This week... Oh, we wanted to talk about our event. Mm -hmm. We had a sex event. Yeah, we had an event um, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Our sex, love, and other things event. Mm -hmm. It was real special. It was super special. Um, I was like almost in tears when I walked into the space. I know. So Sage Wellness on Abbott Kinney um, is the most beautiful space. I felt so lucky. Like it was like I would get married there. Like (laughs) it was such beautiful light. Like... (laughs) It was stunning. Yeah, so- it was. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sage has just been such a wonderful support of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Sage Wellness. Visit them. Um, actually, they're all over the country now, but um, sagewellness.com, mm-hmm. uh, S-A-G-A-E. But anyway, we we were so, so lucky to have Sage. We had um, Unbound as one of our main sponsors. Um, their founder, Polly Rodriguez, was there, as well as other speakers, including Sophie Jaffe, Lawrence Schultz. Um, and Alexandra Roxo and 40 women showed up open, ready, and willing to share, to receive. Um, it was really beautiful. People at the beautiful. door trying to get in. Yeah, there were people at the door trying to get in. And so people, if you were one of those people, so sorry. So sorry about it. So sorry about it. We were sold out. But you got to secure your ticket earlier. Yeah, yeah it was great though. Um, Tiffany. On Tiffany, our team. Oh my God, Tiffany, thank you so much for running shit. Yeah, you're the and best. Chloe was in town. Chloe So the whole Almost 30 gang was in town. It was it was like amazing. Yeah. Like the flow was nice. Chloe was like doing her thing, making all of our sponsors so happy, helping us in mm-hmm. every way. She was here all weekend. It was the best. 
Yeah, it was just really special to see our listeners not only like connect with us, Mm -hmm. that's always special to us, but like connect with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just, we were blown away and it's hard because Chris and I are in it and we're planning and we're Mm -hmm. trying to make everything flow as smoothly as possible. So it's hard to be really present in the moment. We were talking about that afterwards, but we truly, truly appreciate um, you all showing up and being so open. Um, I, I do think everyone got a lot out of it. So let us know, write to us. We love hearing from you. If you have any suggestions for future events, we are planning our next events. We would love to see you there. Here we are, babies. We've got a beautiful crystal spread out in front of us with the most beautiful crystals in the world. There's some sage, and we have the beautiful Heather and Timmy of Energy Muse here with us today, and we're about to do a crystal reading. Yeah, let's start it up. Yeah, we'll let's start right it in. up. Okay, who wants to go first? Mm, Krista. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. the thing that's really cool about a crystal stone reading is, is that Usually, we'll be attracted to the stones that, on a soul level, we have something going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. So think about something you want to have the answer to, have more clarity on Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Just think about that. And then pick the stones that you're most attracted to. And Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong number on Mm -hmm. the stones that you pick. Oh, I can pick however many? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it. Here I go. Okay. Okay. And then do you want to pick some too? Or were there any that she picked that you... No. Uh, sure, I'll pick some. And I picked two turquoise teal ones, tealish ones. Well, she'll say what they are. And then two orangey colorful ones. So I have four total. Okay. And then how many did you pick? I have four oh, as well. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Okay. So, okay, so let me see what you got here. Okay, so you picked four, and usually when someone picks four, it's about wanting to have some kind of foundational mm-hmm. energy in, in your life. Sometimes we go through periods where we, we focus more on money or we mm-hmm. want to have more love or see the beauty or we're in transformation or healing. So right now it's about having that foundation, that stability, and you both um, picked four. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And so you picked some really cool stones, which um, Malachite and Bumblebee Jasper, and you put a, picked an Aqua Aura and a Calcite. And so usually um, when someone picks these stones, it's about really wanting to tap into the creative part of yourself, the part of yourself that is what makes me happy. What, what Why do I want to get up in the morning? What's going to get me going? And Malachite is the stone of transformation. So it's Sometimes we're ready to shift and kind of shape shift out of one being and move into something else. And this is kind of see how that has all this movement in it. Mm-hmm. It's like you're ready. And this is about speaking your truth, really being honest with yourself, communicating and saying, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And sometimes that leap of faith in going into those unchartered areas are sometimes the things that give us the most foundation. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's always it's not always the road that is, you know, all played out that, hey, this is how it all should be. Sometimes not knowing can also bring us the stability that we need. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Because mm-hmm. we're, expi- we're excited and inspired. Mm-hmm. So this is really about you having the will mm-hmm. to move forward into an area of passion mm-hmm. that 
what do I love? Why mm-hmm. do I want to get out of the bed? Like what gets me churning? Mm-hmm. What do I want to talk about that's authentic? Mm-hmm. That's really what your stone nuding's about. Mm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of have? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like bit. spot on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spot on. <laughs> All right, what do we have here? So it's interesting because you also picked four and yours is really about... Maybe you might be more into, hey, creativity and the will. Yours is about what's going to bring me some peace, like what's going to help me breathe deeper, what's going to help me just kind of chill out. Mm-hmm. And um, the newness and the openness is more about what you're going to tap in to help you just kind of be in that fluid tranquility, be in that flow state. Mm-hmm. And so being in that fluid state is what's going to bring you your stability, the flexibility it's not being rigid. It's about knowing to go kind of in and out. And that's going to bring a peace of mind to you that's going to make you stabilize. Does that make sense? 1,000. Okay. Yeah. So this is why I think it's so cool to work with the crystals in that way. And once again, people that think that crystals, hey, I'm going to have a crystal and it's going to change my life. They're going to be really disappointed. A crystal is never going to change your life because the only person who's going to change your life is you, right? Mm. These are just tools that we can work with on our path and on our journey. So um, when we get to those real truth, juicy parts of ourselves, we're not bullshitting ourselves and like, hey, this is what's going on with me versus, you know what? I really want to go to the parts of myself that I want to be more flexible. And sometimes it's not easy to tell ourselves because we think we are flexible, but where can I go to that juicy place that I'm going to look at the shadow sides of myself so that I could get there, so that I could really be in peace. And so those are how we get to where we want to go. So I love what you picked because they're so pretty. Which ones were they, Heather? I just, she had fluoride and she has chrysocolla and blue lace agon and some smoky quartz. They're really rooted and foundational, and yet they're really airy, and there's a lot of story within that. Lots of cool things within those stones. So I love what you guys picked. Thank you. They're beautiful. I don't yeah, think you can get a bad crystal. No. Can't get a bad crystal. Okay, well, perfect. That was like spot on. I mean, spot I didn't expect on. anything less, but I'm so excited to have you guys here today. I love your company. I love everyone there. I love Sarah. I love Erica. You guys are just absolute dreams. I'm so excited about your book. I know that our listeners also love Crystal. Um, also love Crystals from Energy Muse. They've been talking about them forever and I know they're pumped for us to have you guys on. So um, would love to just start and take us back a little bit and kind of build the story of Energy Muse, like where it started. I know where it started but um, and how it started just from reading about you, but I'd love to kind of share with them how it all began. Yeah. So we we both come from very different backgrounds. This is Timmy. So my background was in uh, the garment industry. Right out of college, I jumped into a a really great paying job and I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I was always into clothing. My mom owned a clothing store in Manhattan Beach. And so I always worked with at the, the clothing store and just really loved going down to the mart. And so I kind of got into it on the wholesale background and started selling to some of the big box retailers like 
a Walmart and Sears and JCPenney's. And mm. back in the 80s, I mean, that's where people were buying clothes in, in middle America, right? And eating like lean cuisines. Exactly. <laughs> with so much salt. But that's yeah. a whole other story. So, you know, it was really fun. And I was traveling up a storm. I was in New York all the time, making mm. tons of money, but I was completely unfulfilled. And I'm like, what am I doing mm-hmm. with my life? Mm. And I had a boss who was really tough. I mean, literally, if I could cuss on the show, I would because you can. You can cuss. Basically, he's like, you know, just go fucking sell, and his spits like screaming out of his mouth, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm in my mm. early twenties, and yeah. I didn't know any better, yeah. and I'm like, okay, with the first boss, you have no idea how no. bosses are supposed to act. No, not he was actually my second one, but mm-hmm. anyway, you know, I just took it, and I took it, and I took it, and it it really killed my spirit because. I finally got out of the business when I knew that I'd become a hardened bitch. And I'm like, you know what? This is not worth it. I'm done. So along comes Heather and she introduces me to crystals. And I actually had been her guinea pig during your journey through energy work. And thankfully, because I I kind of understood what she was doing, but I loved the results that I was getting. And so hence... The introduction to crystals is how we joined forces. But right. well, Timmy got married at twenty one. Was it twenty one? Uh, yeah, I was twenty two. Like and that, that just freaked me out. Like right there. But um, Wait, so- <laughs> tell me more about that. <laughs> well, okay, so I well, went to USC and I actually met my husband in a bar. I picked him up in a bar. So yeah, yes, yeah. you can find your love in a bar, right? Yeah. And you know, again, kind of like okay, this is I've got my whole life planned yes. out. I will be married. I will have the 2.4 kids with the white picket fence. I lived in a freaking fantasy world, okay? Like yeah. everything's going to be wonderful. And so my husband's 25 and we get married and it's great. It's all wonderful. You know, we've got a house, great house we're living in, great jobs. And every night we come home and have a dinner together and wine. And I'm like, this is freaking boring. Like oh, yeah. I am Boersville. And yeah. I'm sure he was too. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately, at that point, I didn't have the tools that I have now to be able to talk about what I should have been talking to him about. And I'm, you know what the first thing was? Bye. I'm out of here. I'm fleeing. So I actually took off, moved up to Santa Monica, and then that's where Tammy emerged. And Tammy is my alter ego. Fuck yeah. Tammy was fun. <laughs> I Tammy had say. the fucking road. Well, Timmy's a Gemini guy. So the oh, that's there we go. Oh, yeah. Like, bam. Like, I love Geminis because you're always with, you know, multiple people in the room. So like totally. the thing that's great about being friends with Timmy is I'm, you know, I'm friends with Timmy and then the other multiple personalities that come out. And so I never am bored in our relationship, but I really like the Tammy periods to oh, be yeah. yeah, That was the day great. of thigh highs, short skirts, and we were just Fuck rocking. Yeah. So yes, I did hang out with Heather because she was not married. And, you know, it went through a time period. I had gotten married so early, right out of school. I never had my own house. I never had my own apartment. I never did my own things. And mm. I think it caught up with me because I needed to grow up. I needed to balance a freaking checkbook. Not that that's anything we do these days. It's all automated, Mm -hmm. but just simple things. I wanted to make my own home. I wanted to have my own towels and my sheets. I didn't want to do it as a couple Mm -hmm. and I should have done it beforehand, but I didn't and I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so during that course of time, um, that was when I was working in the garment industry and was having a lot of fun. I mean, New York back in the 80s, sorry, there were so many amazing places to hang out yeah. and get wild. And It was like the time. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, we would be done with our sales for the day and we would go just hang out in Union Square and just watch the people and go to these amazing places where every level was a different kind of theme, like... I don't know, disco slides. You'd go down four stories to get to a whole nother dance floor. And we were having fun. I was sleeping in closets, trying to what make it. What do you it, mean? Well, because I'd go out so late, mm-hmm. I would uh, literally have to sleep in the closet of the showroom in between oh. appointments because I was so freaking exhausted. Okay. <laughs> so that was kind of what my life was. And I was burning myself to a complete yeah. torch. Yeah. So it wasn't good, but yeah. I needed to get it out of my system. Yeah. So, thankfully, Heather came around and turned me into <laughs> Wait, energy. I, I love that you she, said you were freaked out by your marriage. <laughs> well, no, I look at I looked at so... Timmy, and she wanted to build a house and have the sheets. And I'm like, oh my god, that was like the last thing that I'd ever be thinking so, about. And I mean, making bread every day. No, I fresh mean, bread. I can't. I don't. Do we really hang out during that period? No, I don't. Think okay, so. I, yeah, um, you're married. You're like. I don't, <laughs> um, you know, I, I've always been kind of this like mystical seeker beat, beating to my own drum, just rebel, whatever. And so during that time, I was selling high-end real estate in Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I had a client come in and he was a CFO of a major corporation. And he said he wanted to buy a house that had good feng shui. And this was 25 years ago. And, you know, feng shui, what? So right. that's what introduced me into the world of energy. But I started studying with shamans and I'd go to the jungles and I'd just come back and I'd look at Timmy making bread and I'm like, dude. And then anyway, so <laughs> and you gave a lot of weight too, I just want to say. But then, you know, I'm trying to figure out my life and then I hit that Saturn return. Are you guys like 29? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. All right. So, you Don't know, okay. So that's fun. It's a really so fun, fun time, but yeah. it's kind of one of those times where you kind of um, jump into adulthood, right? Mm-hmm. You leave your childhood and move into that adulthood period. And it was hard for me because a lot of people were like, are you going to get married anytime soon? And I wasn't even thinking about that kind of stuff, you know? Um, are you going to have kids? And I st- it was hard on me because I wanted to travel and I wanted to learn about, you know, rocks and all these kind of things. And so people just thought I was out there. I mean, this was 25 years ago. So now, you know, we could all talk about it. But back then I was like, I don't know, what was that? Well, and let's preface, because we've been friends for 45 years, we actually lived on the same street and she lived next to my grandma and I lived next to my grandma. So we -hmm. would kind of talk over the fence at my grandma's house. And my grandma and her grandma were a little bit alternative. Like we were talking about reincarnation at age seven. So Mm -hmm. we, we had, you know, different ways of thinking. I think Heather would be more extremist because I kind of played by the rules, which again, it doesn't always work in your advantage. But I think that that's the great thing about our relationship because we always say like, I'm the yin to her yang or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we complement each other because I need to bust out of that structure. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a very structured person just Mm -hmm. by nature, but I can also be completely the opposite extreme. And Heather helps facilitate that sometimes. So I think the thing that was kind of cool with... um, with this whole journey is, is that when I first came up with the prosperity necklace and gave it to 10 people, we would be invited to these Hollywood parties. And it was almost as if we were doing these deals in the back room and people would be like, Hey man, bring me 10, 10 prosperity necklaces or 20 love. And so, you know, when we first started our business, it was very easy. Money was flying out of the sky for us and, um, everything lined up. And then two years later, we had to learn how to be business people. Cause you know, it's the journey of life. So mm-hmm. it's been, um, 
It's been being in this industry is fun. What do you mean? Yeah. You had to be, learn to be business people. Like what? What does I that mean? I just think that sometimes everything came easy for us at mm-hmm. the beginning, and I almost feel like that was the downfall for us because mm-hmm. we lost the element of being in gratitude and we took it for granted. And so um, we learned. The hard we learned way. it the re- reverse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's been um, it was good because we thank God we learned that up front, right? Mm-hmm. So friends for 45 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what what is that like to now be business partners? Like, how do you think that has mm-hmm. been, you know, something that you can use your, to your advantage to have seen each other kind of through this evolution, right. both in your friendship, in life, in relationships? Well, my advantage is I have a lot of scoop on Timmy. Yeah. So, Tammy. Not Timmy. Timmy ta- oh, sorry, Tammy. <laughs> so anytime <laughs> things get, I'm like... Whoa, come out of the back now. Um, you know, the thing is, I think that in many ways we're like sisters. So we have that kind of dynamic, but there's a trust factor there and there's a loyalty factor there that um, I don't know if you get in most. We got lucky in our business partnership. We've had some really, maybe three intense, mind blowing fights. And um, our husbands are smart enough not to get in the way mm. because they would have been attacked too. And it's just something we had to work through. But other than that, there's, a, I think, a deep loyalty and respect mm. and, and a, a journey that we're on that's just, it's a soul's journey, mm. you know, really. With those fights, like, were they, like, creative differences or? Just Timmy was just being really obnoxious. Yeah, just being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it usually came in when we were so mad at each other. Like, we got ourselves into so much debt and we're like, mm-hmm. how do we get out of this? Yeah. How did we even get here? Yeah. How did you do that? How did you do? It, it mm-hmm. was blame, but it was really our own fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had to get out of it together. And, and the one thing that we've always, really gotten into more trouble with is when we think we can have other people do what we should be doing, we've had to roll up our sleeves and do the work. And that's the one thing we've had to learn our business over and over and over again. It's a work in progress. Mm. Like what's an example of that? Well, just even with marketing these days, you know, with social media, that's not what we were doing 17 years ago when we started. Mm. The internet was barely even alive back then. Mm So the one thing with Heather is that she's got great vision. And when she has the vision, I'm more like, let's make it happen. I'm more of the person to do it. And so um, I think that that's a great combo because she's always a little bit ahead of the game. And like talking about starting this 17 years ago, people did not know what crystals were. Why they, We were mm-hmm. witches and or the people thought we were. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys praying to, to rocks? I mean, mm-hmm. to me, aren't you Catholic? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And we were the trailblazers. And it's not always easy to be the trailblazers in an industry that's just growing, right? Mm-hmm. Or when did you realize, I guess, that you were really kind of making an impact in this spiritual space that it was really becoming something, especially out here, I guess it happened Mm -hmm. sooner than anywhere else. But was there a moment, a turning point where it really felt like you had rooted yourself or you were grounded kind of in the business and in your mission? You know, I mean, the thing is in our industry, it's not about telling secrets, it's about keeping them. And a lot of times I feel that, you know, recently people are like, God, you know, crystals are so in trend, you know, what do you guys think about it? And for us, it's like, well, we've been doing this 17 years and the people have been buying from us all over the world, some of the most 
famous high-profile people you could ever imagine, but nobody talked about it then. It's kind of behind closed doors. It's You would be surprised how many people are tapping into the energy of the earth um, to help just facilitate grounding or for just the fact that they're just pretty or whatever. But now there's this opening where people could talk about that, but before you would be labeled as some woo-woo quackery or somebody that was dabbling in a dark side. And it's like, mm-hmm. how did this paradigm of the energy of the earth that we all share as a common denominator and have our feet on the ground. How did it get such a bad rap? I mean, it was here before us. It's going to be here after us. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. That's what I, when we were talking, we were talking earlier about being Catholic and that was the one thing. So I was raised Catholic. And for me, like I had a different experience than like your desire to be. It was like, I felt like Catholic removed the mysticism from it. So like mm. with a Catholic religion, it seems to me like they would remove that, you know, the magic behind something that could be from the earth being powerful or special because all that power lies in like the church or, you know, like a leader. So I kind of felt like that. Maybe it was, you know, during the 80s and 90s where like the mysticism was kind of seen, everything was so cookie cutter. People were living, you know, they wanted to get married, living in the houses. They wanted the job that they could retire and being in the job forever. And it was like that sort of era removed any sort of mysticism from from things. So, but- that's what I was like thinking about with the Catholic thing mm-hmm. as it relates to that. Well, you know, there was one piece and I think I actually am wearing it today and it's called uh, the 12 sacred stones. Mm. And so when people were coming back at us saying, you know, you are praying to these stones and yeah. how can you like be doing this? Like a pagan this? God or something. Yeah. And that's not what it was about. Yeah. It's a tool. Like mm-hmm. Heather said earlier, is this going to change my life by wearing it or keeping this on my body? No, it's mm-hmm. a tool. Mm-hmm. If it's a talisman to some, fine. It doesn't matter what you look at it as. Mm-hmm. It's in your tool chest. Mm-hmm. So this piece came around that Heather came up with because mm-hmm. um, Heather does the designing of the jewelry and mm-hmm. it's all about the 12 stones that line the gates of heaven as mm-hmm. in Revelations. Mm-hmm. So the end energy of those 12 stones, like how could you not feel good wearing that Mm. around your neck? Mm -hmm. What are those stones? Is that in Revelations? Yes. So there's sapphires, mochi, emerald, citrine. Uh, There's there's 12. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. But um, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. That is so cool. For our listeners who are not um, familiar with crystals and and how they can be a tool, um, can you explain... Um, the energy of the earth, how how you can tap into it and use it in your everyday. Because I, I, a lot of our listeners are hip to it, but um, I, I think there are a lot who are want mm-hmm. to spiritually explore. Curious. Yeah, spiritually mm-hmm. curious. Well, you know, sometimes I just think with being such a busy world, I like to keep things really simple mm-hmm. and just kind of go down to the common sense part. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a lot of time to do things that don't work because... There's a lot going on, right? So I think that if people just utilize them with, hey, it's something I could hold on to when I'm meditating or I'm at work and I'm just wanting to hold on to something to remind me to get grounded. Sometimes for people, it's just like, you know what? I think it's pretty. And every time I look at it, it makes me smile. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then for some people, it's a tool that they meditate with. Some people will write an intention and put the crystal on top. It's all that ritual. It's all that just taking the time to say, okay, I want to reprogram. I want to reset. I want to get realigned with what I'm here to do or connect to. And it's a tool to help us take the time. Some people drink a green juice. Some people go to yoga. Some people go for a run. Some people hold crystals and and breathe. 
it's just another tool in your tool chest. So I just think the if you're starting on this, pick one. And how will you know it's the right crystal for you? Because it will feel right. And I know a lot of people lately, hey, man, where's the science behind it? You know, science hasn't proven that crystals are working. And mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to get into that. And the thing I think about that is that science hasn't proven that they don't work. Mm-hmm. And... um you know, there's a lot of people, well, I'm skeptical. I don't know if I want to believe in that. And when I first started in with Timmy, I would go on a tirades and give people like a data form on the science. And I was so in my head and it was so blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And really right now we need to reconnect to our heart because when we feel, we heal. And for us at Energy Muse, the crystals are just a way for us to connect, for us to connect to how do we feel? Like, how do I feel right now? Am I tired? Am I sad? Am I feeling good? You know, when we get in there versus, does this intellectually make sense to every sensory? And can I go back to the, you know, there's that it's coming from two different places. I'm not saying one is right or one is wrong. I'm just saying for us, it's about, our messaging is about use the energy of the earth to help you tap into how you feel so that we can reconnect because we've really taken a lot from our earth. We as human beings, not on a political messaging, it's just human beings, we got to give back, guys. And maybe crystals are reemerging right now because we need to see them. We need to have them on our body. We need to feel them so that we can remember mm-hmm. this is our earth. Mm-hmm. This is this is our responsibility mm-hmm. to wake up and for us to have the ability and the opportunity to make a difference. And we can. We really can. Mm-hmm. And use whatever tools you can or your belief system or whatnot. This isn't above any of that. It's just because it's below us. Mm -hmm. But reconnect with humans, with people, with the things that we need to do within ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't, doesn't clear quartz have a vibration that can be read? Isn't that like, there's one of the crystals that actually has like a vibration that, it's like the only one that emits a vibration that can be read. I'm like, well, the thing that's cool about quartz crystal is the silicon dioxide. So it's a programmable. So if okay. you look at what's in the main component of a computer, mm, of the computer chip, is. is the silicon dioxide. So if we can be programming this chip, mm. right, mm-hmm. who's to say we cannot program a quartz crystal, which is the same component? We can Okay, and so that's why when you get a crystal, the first thing that you do after you cleanse it is you say, hey, I just want to give it an intention. The purpose, the job of this crystal is for me to hold, make me crystal clear, to mm-hmm. help me be more grounded or connected. You put that intention into it. You put that space into it. So you work with it. It's what you want with that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, like you always say, with any good relationship, you have to invest the time, right? right. So mm-hmm. it's just any time with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do feel that. I mean, uh, Krista was the one that introduced me to crystals and what you were saying about it reminding you, mm-hmm. even just that, like, I have a body. I am mm-hmm. on earth. Mm-hmm. I am okay. I am energy. I am love. Like, mm-hmm. just kind of bringing it back to those mm-hmm. simple truths that are, for me, super grounding because we're all just running every which way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's, it's hard not to, you know, because, you know, we incorporate it into our daily rituals. It's hard to explain to people, right? I guess, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, 
Yeah. So you so you sleep with crystals or you get up and you do whatever and you do the moon and then and then and so yeah, to explain it in that way is so beautiful, I think, mm-hmm. to simplify it. Cause it's not taking out the mysticism, but it's it's really connecting it to exactly where they're from. I mean, mm-hmm. and people need that kind of like stripped down to, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, more so I don't know if you guys feel it, but I feel that the energy of the planet right now is getting so intense. And I know that it's you know, as somebody I've meditated for 25 years and I completely lost my shit last week. I mean, mm-hmm. I spiraled down the rabbit hole so big after mm-hmm. the whole thing that went down in Vegas mm-hmm. and I was like feeling it and mm-hmm. I was just spiraling and mm-hmm. I couldn't even catch myself. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I am not the calm within the storm right now. I'm a mess. Okay. And sometimes even when you have all these tools and you've been on this path and you've been doing all it. I couldn't help myself. Did that make sense? Yeah. When you have the tool, those are when you need your tools, not when everything's going good, okay? So I needed to just grab onto something so that I could stop enough to like gain composure. You know what I mean? So I just think that they're a touchstone. They could be, it can be as simple as that because it is intense right now. We as the human species, we are being forced they, you know, they talked about this time where there would be a fork in the road where people will ascend and people, you're going to see a whole shift happening. And I think we do see that. You see people becoming more conscious. You see some people spiraling into their storylines. Mm-hmm. And now we are more aware where we can stop ourselves. You know what I mean? And we could go, okay, well, readjust, realign. Mm-hmm. What's something I could touch on to to just help me get it together so that I could remember to breathe to stop to just put the phone down you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be some large huge intense sometimes the biggest change for us happens in a minute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mine's two breaths it's like the one gets me and then the second is like what brings yeah. me there it's always like one is like okay and then two is like okay you know, yeah. you changed your state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just, you, and I love that you said that because you didn't give your power away. Mm-hmm. You knew what was right for you. And those two breaths are maybe your formula. Mm-hmm. For for mm-hmm. me, maybe it's me holding on to mm-hmm. two crystals. For Timmy, maybe it's her doing a, a rosary. Mm-hmm. For you, maybe it's you just stretching. And mm-hmm. what I love is, is that we are all so unique, but mm-hmm. we all have to just tap into what our formulas are mm-hmm. and, and do it. And, and, that's awesome that we have that ability now. When you say le- that you like just kind of lost it last week, like what does that look like for you? It wasn't good. Yeah. It was, it was really not good. Thank God you weren't around. <laughs> yeah. You know what? For me, I mean, I, and mm-hmm. I, I don't ever watch the news because it, Same. I just, I can't, it's, I, it's too, uh, for me, I get really, I'm a mess. I can't. But what's interesting is right after Veg, that happened and usually within all events, I, Somehow I know about it minutes after it happened, how things happen. So it always, I think like information gets to you, but I don't know that really, it just, you know, and, and obviously we, I knew some personal people that were there and it just, it, it brought up all my human nature, that anger, that mm-hmm. unjust, that, ugh, and it just, it, it came out, you know what I mean? And I just, I guess it was just that I, was I wasn't in a good place. Does that make sense? And I couldn't get it back together at mm. all. It took me a while. And and then I was beating myself up. And then I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Okay, that's the shadow side. That's the part of this I don't like to see about myself. I said things I didn't want. I wasn't, imp- but it happened. I owned it. I apologized. And that's all I could do, right? Mm-hmm. 
but I had to take ownership. Mm-hmm. God, I hated that part. The accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would have been awesome to blame and do all that kind of stuff. I've done that. But, you know, I, once I took everybody else out of it and it was just my own self, looking at my own self, then I then I was able to shift faster. Mm. Well, and I think people think because we work with crystals, like, oh, how could you go to some that state? How hypocritical. But w- what if we didn't have these tools? Imagine what we would really have gone to. Well, yeah. And, you know, and I think that that's why maybe we, hopefully we could help more people because we've been there and we're compassionate to it. And we're on the journey with everybody else. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're, we're doing the work with everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, that's, I think that's why within our book, we really wanted to be vulnerable and we wanted to be authentic and we wanted to tell the, the stories that were real because well, for me, I want to know what happened to somebody and how they got out of it. Like, tell me what you did. And you know what I mean? I love that. Mm -hmm. But I love people to be very authentic because we all are going through stuff. Earth is life lessons. We got things to to learn. You know what I mean? And we all, as women and just whatever, we have so much we could learn from one another when we take take all the walls down and we're just true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's pretty cool to be able to share that with people and how— um, open people really can be mm-hmm. and how people really do want to help one another, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What did it take for you guys to get to that like raw, authentic place when you're writing the book? Like, how was that process? Well, that was a process because I don't even know if some of the stories, I was even really there. But Heather reminded me that I was there. Oh. So like she said, it was like pulling teeth. Did because- you like for- block it out? Totally. Yeah. I do that too. Totally Mm -hmm. blocking out all the things. I don't want to remember how terrible they were. That I could even share the story earlier is beyond me. But anyway, so Heather, actually, I would write down the stories after she pulled them out in a 20-minute to hour therapy session, and then she would write the stories in her voice. But it's hard because you don't want to remember that stuff. You shove it down so far down, and you repress it, but it it always will come back to get you, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's like going through, walking through those dark shadow spots mm-hmm. and knowing that it's okay because there is light on the other side. And um, it's been a huge trans transformation for me to have been able to get those stories out. And then for us to be able to share recipes or rituals of how we got through them. One of the main ingredients for us is crystals, right? So that's what we're sharing in our book. And we try to do it where, what can you do for 11 minutes and le- or less and get a result? Because I mean, once again, I mean, I wa- it's consistency is the secret, you guys. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, yeah. that so is it. The, I mean, that is it. Whatever you decide to do, just be consistent with it. Yeah. But I like 11 minutes because three minutes is doable. 11 minutes is a bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when we're uncomfortable is where we grow, right? Mm-hmm. So what we really tried to do is here's 11 minutes for 11 days. You will be different. The crystals didn't make you different. You did because you showed up for yourself. Because if you cannot commit to yourself, you're not going to be able to commit to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you learn a lot about yourself. When you do a 40-day ritual, I could promise you people get to day 10 and they're like amazing. But you'll get to day 18, even if you're doing something for one minute and you're like, I absolutely have no, I don't have one minute in this 24 hours. You learn about where you tell yourself stories, where you stop yourself short. So heal or heal thyself. You're your own teacher. And so that's really what we wanted to do with this book is to show people that 
they are empowered. You will learn a lot about yourself if you just spend some time with yourself. I'm not talking, you know, in a cave and doing, you know, out, you know, endless meditation. I'm just saying do something consistently for 11 days or 40 days for 11 minutes. You're going to learn more about yourself in that time frame than maybe you can in years of therapy. Mm. Can it's you, free. Yeah, so true. Can you share with us, I think a lot of our listeners are really interested in going in and doing a lot of work on the way in which they see their body Mm -hmm. and like their God-given talents and really, I think, respecting them and honoring them and allowing them to become something that I think they they have a knowing about that is supposed to be part of their gift and their purpose in the world. Mm -hmm. Is there like a ritual, like a a self-love ritual that that you both or one of you lean on when you need kind of that centering? Well, for me, it's always remembering to go back to the heart because when we get in our head and we start telling ourselves the story that we're not good enough, Mm. we can't do this. I don't look like she does. I am not as good as he is. That's when we go down the rabbit hole, right? We've got to remember to go back to the heart and remember what feels good and start connecting with ourselves so that we can bring love to ourselves and then bring love outward to others. And so I I tend to put a lot of crystals on my heart, whether it's just like laying out and chilling out, watching TV. I mean, doing it while Mm. I'm doing something else or while I'm going to bed. It's just really simple. Piece of rose quartz right on your heart. Mm. 11 minutes. Mm. And also sometimes it's really easy when I get too into myself, like, oh my God, am I going to fit in my jeans? You know, all Mm. the stuff as we women do. I realize that I'm Sometimes when I go do something for somebody else and I'm of service where I could just be like, you know, get over your own self, it snaps me mm, out of me. Number one. And I have to tell you, that's like a bolt, a bolt of just a juice that goes through. And I feel fantastic. So I, mm. I sometimes think with this whole spiritual world, which I love, it could be very me-centric where, you know what I mean? And, Yes. I definitely think we need to invest the, the time in the nurturing and the self-love, but we need to kind of reconnect to self-loving our family and our friends and reaching out and just, that's what I'm hoping that the core message of this book is, let's just reconnect. Mm. Not, you know what I mean? Mm. The spiritual paradigm is definitely time for self, but let's reopen to the community again. That's why I love going over to Hawaii. We just got, we came back and, you know what, these Hawaiians and they're, they're ohana and the, everyone's aunties and uncles and it's such a community and I love that. Maybe that's one of the mm. reasons I love Hawaii and I, I just, I, I really want to bring that back here because everybody, I got your back. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be not be blood, but it's like you're, Hey, I, I'm here for you. You hear from me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what maybe what why all this is happening on our planet right now is that we are having to have other people's back that maybe not be our family. Here's something. Here's money. Here's food. Here's mm-hmm. help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our Earth is shaking us awake. Mm-hmm. We're going to be awake. Mm-hmm. We're going to, and we're going to wake up to that humanity of who we really are and where we are as a species in our soul. And um, we're pretty great when we do those things, right? Mm-hmm. We really do. It brings out the best of us and makes us feel really good. And we get out of the meism and we get into the weism, mm-hmm. and and that's when we're in our power, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I completely agree. I think giving back and like volunteering anytime I can do something that is like outside of myself is when I feel yeah. like my I feel like I, my absolute best, and I feel like my 
my gifts are like being used for the right reasons. Yeah. And I always, I feel like that too. That is one thing. It's like the health and wellness space or the space that we're in. It's amazing and it helps people connect with themselves and love themselves. And I think that's the first step, you mm-hmm. know, loving yourself and making space for yourself and respecting yourself. But then it's, again, you know, taking that and sharing it with others mm-hmm. and being there for others and being there and giving back, you know, that best self that you've created. So it seems like as, you know, a collective, we're mm-hmm. in the first phase where people are kind of now being interested in loving themselves and having positive self-talk and, you know, embracing who they are and making space for themselves, blah, blah, blah. But then it is, it's like, we need to move beyond that and we need to start being there for other people. And we need to start using those gifts and using that love for others because it can be self-indulgent at times. You know, it's like, it never stops. Like there's mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. there's never a point where where you have done enough work on yourself or, you know, gotten all the treatments or gotten all the therapy or seen, you know, the psychics and everything like that. Like you could just go on forever and it just becomes really self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I think that, and, you know, and being someone that's done everything that you just said. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, same. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of, like, tell me more about me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. More about me. And it's just like, you know what? I want to, and maybe it's just a stage in my life. It's just like, I want to keep it simple and I don't want to have to go somewhere to get my answers. I just want to go to me. And you know what? That's scary as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe that's why we go to so many people because if we just actually were with ourselves, we'd really have to deal with it. Totally. But I think we're capable. Mm-hmm. It just takes some time and some wherewithal. And that's where I think the consistency is because when you consistently go to yourself and go to that energy field, you chip away. Mm-hmm. It takes time, but you slowly chip away, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and so. it's always like you want to distract, distract, distract because mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is be with yourself sometimes. And I was pretty good at that. Mm. I'm crazy. thinking about the world shaking us up. Yeah. Well, you know well, what? Okay, fair, so yeah. this is what I read the other day. I don't know what you guys think about it, but um, I read that, you know, how we had that eclipse that mm-hmm. went over the United States. Yeah. You know, somebody was saying over in Malaysia that it's interesting that how ever since that happened, look what's happened with the hurricanes and the water and just what's happened here in the United States after that eclipse. That eclipse was powerful. I mean, that was an an amazing moment of time. I mean, everyone was talking about it and Mm -hmm. that was symbolic. And if you look about it, I mean, look what's happened since then. It's been interesting. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, but, but also look at how, how we're all bonding together, you know, before something would happen, everyone would be like, okay, yeah, hey, and then they back on their phone and they keep going. And we're being stopped now where it's getting to such a point we we can't, we are being stopped Mm -hmm. to take note, Mm -hmm. to take note. How much, see, how much do you like stay aware and awake or woke of those like topics and things that are going on and, and how much do you kind of like try and maintain you know, a positivity and like a light. Cause sometimes it's like, if I get too involved, I get too deep and I'm too affected and I'm not useful because I'm down. You know, if everyone's down and I'm coming down with them because I'm feeling them too much and then everyone's down and and you can't lift anyone up. Mm -hmm. So how do you like stay woke and like stay educated, but then also be like useful and like a light Mm. in the negative situations? Does well, that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think just maybe jumping in and being a part of trying to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that, again, that's volunteering mm-hmm. or helping to talk to someone. I mean, mm-hmm. taking the time out of your day and talking to someone, I mean, that 
People need to connect through the voice. I mean, we can all text and email, but just, you know, sitting down for coffee, tea, whatever, Mm -hmm. and just spending the time carving it out of their calendar that you mean that much to me. I want to hear what you have to say. And you know what? I think I'm a big proprietor of crier. I'm a crier. Mm -hmm. Like my kids are like, oh my God, are you kidding me? But you know what? I... You know what? Sometimes I'll just cry and I'll be like, I don't even know. It's just my heart is so, and I have to, because I was brought up where we keep it together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't really know how, how I love the, the millennial. I love your age group because, and I love my kids because I hope that they, they don't have to keep it together. It's okay. Let it out. Let the, it, it's an emotion. It will uh, it ebbs and it flows, mm-hmm. all right? But when we try to hold it in, that's when we explode. Mm-hmm. So let's cry, let's let it out, and then let's move on. Mm-hmm. Does that, for, mm-hmm. so yeah. for me, it's just mm-hmm. like, sometimes I just like, mm-hmm. I just start crying because I just feel it. And mm-hmm. then I feel that release. And mm-hmm. so I actually can move forward. Mm-hmm. But when I try to keep it together too much, that's what really like stiffens me up mm-hmm. and I become the sure. robot. And I don't want to be a robot. Mm-hmm. I don't. We don't need any more robots on you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Life's too short. Yeah. Yeah. They say an emotion fully felt takes nine seconds. Uh-huh. Mm. So if you yeah. let an emotion you fully feel yeah. it. Is it 90? Yeah. Like just 90 seconds. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. fully felt. Exactly. Yeah. But just yeah. think about when you don't even allow yourself. And then you keep stuffing that in oh and God. stuffing it in and stuffing it in. It's just like, you well, know. At what point did you allow yourself that release? Because you said you kind of were brought up to keep it in or was it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like at our dinner table now, you know, we'll be like, so how do you feel about that? And what happened? And what did that, you know, Mm. in how we grew up, it wasn't our mom and dad were not like, and how did that make you feel? And you know, we just, we didn't talk about that. It was more about everything's great. Pull up your big girl panties. Yeah. And just, you know, put your face on. on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you know, it's all, it's okay. And and so, and that it is what it is. But Mm -hmm. I think that through being in this work, because I needed to become more vulnerable. And so maybe I did lay with thousands and thousands of crystals on my body to to break me wide open. Everybody's different. For mm-hmm. me, I needed to get so into the energy, the earth where I felt like M- Mama Earth was hugging me. Mm-hmm. That that's what kind of got me there and where I felt safe enough to go to the dark sides. And, you know, being in Hawaii and dealing with some of these indigenous people, they're like, that's what the kahunas did. You go to the dark side. You go to those parts of your shadow. And you know what? That's welcomed. You know, we grew up where that wasn't welcome. You ran from the dark side. Mm -hmm. But the dark side is of who we are, and we all have it, is where we find out who we are. And we face ourselves, and we be like, you know what? Yeah, that's a piece of me, too. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, I don't know. I think it's still always happening. I mean, I hope I don't start bawling right now. Don't don't mind me. (laughs) But um, Yeah, Yeah, but I've noticed that, too. I mean, like... uh, I think there is like this buildup of energy where, you know, if if you held it in any longer, and I think people do, and it all of us, they probably aren't aware enough to see it kind of come out in other ways, whether it's anger or whether it's, you know, blocking your creativity or your connection to your partner, whatever it is. But I mean, there's no other way, at least for me, like then to just fully release, you know, I can't. I just but then need I, to dance. But, yeah. <laughs> just need to dance. No, did you grow up where it was encouraged for you guys? No. I mean, because you're no. definitely. But I okay. look at my parents and I'm like, can someone 
fucking cry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean, my mom will cry, but like to my, I'm like, can we talk? Can we talk about it? Can you let yeah. it out? Yeah. Can we do seriously? Yeah. You almost feel it as a child. I think so. I think it's so amazing that you know you are are raising your children in that way because I feel it in my parents. Anytime I'm on the phone, I'm like, okay. What, what what's going on? Let it yeah. out. I need you to like release because I feel it and I'm getting a little like right. tight. And tense, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That poor generation, man. Yeah. Like what are feelings? Well, mm. our kids my are parents, our teachers, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to think that about my parents. Um, <laughs> for you guys as like working together, like I'm so fascinated by that because it's like, so we've been working together on this and it's been like such a lesson and teacher for me, you know, to like, to like just be like so in it with someone and like mm-hmm. working on something that's so creative and like you're so close to your creativity mm-hmm. and you like love it so much and they love it so much. And it's like, you have to be aware of their time and your time. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I was never taught that like giving feedback or like working together in a partnership, you know, when I was younger and you could do it and still love each other and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and kind of like Mm -hmm. loving each other through the growth, I think Mm -hmm. has been something that like I have really learned about. So Mm -hmm. how do you guys like maintain your friendship through your business? Well, I think we just allow each other to do what we do best. And so we don't really try to step on each other. Like we trust each other. It's like, Go. You you know what to run with. You know what I'm going to be running with, and we'll meet somewhere down the center. Unfortunately, we've been so busy. We we do spend time together personally, and our families are really good friends because we've got our kids are the same age, and our husbands like each other, and hang out. So we're we're really lucky. I mean, so when we have time, we do like to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and also I think goes back to trust mm-hmm. again because you know. She, Timmy knows what she needs to do during the day, and so do I. So I don't need to micromanage her. We both know what needs to happen, and we need to both show up. And I think we both know that we're both going to show up because we both are invested, not only in our business, but in bigger than that, the message. I mean, cool, we have a book. We have this business for 17 years, but what are we going to do with it? You know, for me at least, it's like, okay, so now what? What are you going to do with it? Is, is it about the money or this and that? No, it's it's about, you know what? We have something to say, and it's like we got to— we got to re-respect our planet. You know what I mean? It's, this is the time, you know, and this is, this is what we have to say and let's reconnect and let's, you know, we're all learning at, at the same time. But I think for us, it's really about a hundred percent trusting. I think we probably trust each other more than maybe we do with our, even our husbands. Is it just a different dynamic? Does that make sense? It's with women, it's, um, you, we're complex, right? We're deep. Um, not that men are not, but there's a lot of multidimensional type of things. And I think when, when two women can really have that kind of somebody has your back and you never have to even question it, there's a um, complete safety component to just fully be yourself because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're not going to be judged. Mm-hmm. There's so many, yeah, there's so many layers. Yeah, it's there's women, a lot of, you know what I mean? Women are just, I, we got a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of layers and it's cool, but it's, you know, they're deep waters, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my husband's like, why do you have to? It's just, it's, they're, they're just more simple, mm-hmm. so, so. you know? How have they been a, a counterpart or a help in, in growing your business and understanding what you do? I mean, you've done it for so long, right. so I'm sure they've been there, you know, well, for it all. My, but I think as men. <laughs> my husband's from Springfield, Missouri. So, mm-hmm. um, and when he met me, I was sleeping under a copper pyramid. So in my opinion, <laughs> I mean, I, he knew what he Can was we- Pause for the visual. <laughs> That's normal. Yeah. So, I mean, 
he knew what he was getting into. So, um, but I think for me, marrying someone from Springfield, Missouri, there's a sensibility. I mean, I grew up in California. Um, we grew up at Manhattan Beach. I mean, it was just different. And and his sensibility and his groundedness and how he sees life is sometimes just I can't even get my head around it. You know, mm. there's so much logical sense and you know logistics behind it and this whole stream of you know normalcy that. But opposite attract, right? And so um, I think for me, um, having that, I seem to attract really normalized people. Like Timmy is foundational <laughs> and Sarah, who's at her office mm-hmm. and who's, you know, amazing. She's very, she's got her act together. Mm-hmm. And so it allows me not to have my act together. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just, that's not my gift in this lifetime. But I think that um, maybe that's why we attract certain people because they balance us out in a way. Mm-hmm. If, you but know? our husbands have been super supportive because this whole project with the book took a long time mm-hmm. and we were gone a lot. We would take ventures to go right and well we had to go do it in Hawaii right I mean we had to go do these things yeah obviously but you know (laughs) thankfully they took care of the kids in the house and 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 they supported it because they saw the bigger vision they know what magic the two of us can create when we are on and they gave us that space and I think we're very both very grateful for that Mm. so do you guys are you in relationships with people that kind of support what you guys are doing because this takes time, a lot of time and energy. I'm in um, a relationship, yeah, and he's um, amazing about it. His mom's an angel healer. Mm. So she's like a Reiki master angel healer. So I'm like so lucky. He's down with it. You know, he'll meditate with me. He'll like wake up with crystals in his back. Like he's just, he's perfect for, Mm -hmm. you know, this. That's great. And he's also like pursuing his thing. Yeah. Speaking to like the business part of this and mm-hmm. what it takes, the hours and Are the you dedication. In a relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I feel like you're about to be in one. Have you met somebody recently? No, but people have been telling yeah. me that. No, I Damn, mean, it's like the new year. People have been telling yeah. me January. I'm like, okay. It's almost like for you, I feel like, I mean, I'm sorry, like all night I've been like, you know, whatever. Um, it's almost, do you feel like you're breaking open? I feel like it's almost like you're this, mm. I feel like mm. you're like breaking open, like a birthing into the, I'm getting chills. Like you are birthing into who you are. Mm, Does that make sense? Like, I I just want to come and hug you. I feel so excited for you. you. And this person that you're about to meet is going to be so, they're going to see you and they're going to allow you to see you. Does that make sense? That's how she describes (laughs) it. What? That's like fucked up. What do you mean? What? She says like, she's like, I just want them to like see me. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, because like. That's how she describes it. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. So, um, so you know what that for you, because Okay. Everyone's crying. The thing is, is that, <laughs> Update. But, Update. you know what? This person is going to help you see you. Mm. And and they're going to almost take the blinders off you, help you see that magnificence that you are. Mm. You know what I mean? So totally. how exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. It's yeah, amazing. I, I feel it. I do feel it coming. Yeah, I think- it's so all around you. It's so amazing. It's going to be like a really healthy, beautiful, like birth of just a whole new vibe. Thank you. So, geez, wow, congratulations. Awesome. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Wow. Congrats. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Started this podcast. Oh, my God. Lindsay left you know, I haven't been with someone in a very long time in a, in a serious relationship, but I think I've changed so much yeah. from that time. Mm-hmm. So, it, for me, 
you know, I'm not like looking and because I just feel really good about how yeah. far I've come and yeah. who I've met yeah. and what we've done. Yeah. And I just feel so good about it. And yeah. I'm not, content. I feel so mm-hmm. content. That's the word I keep getting that you feel really mm-hmm. content. Showing up differently. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't feel like I need to be someone else for uh-huh. for someone else. Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. what I did in my early 20s. I was like, well, who can I be for you today yeah. so that you're happy? Totally. You know? Oh my God. Keep us posted too. I will. I'm so excited for, for you. sure. <laughs> Whew, wow. I feel such a relief. Yeah, it's I exciting. I, I don't know what it, it's been like all day. I've been like, I mean, night I've been sitting here and I'm like, what is it? Okay, oh, well, so that's thank great. you. Okay. Is that like wow. an is that like a download? Like, where do you? Yeah. You know what? I have absolutely no idea. But yeah. like, it's been really all every time I it's like this energy field, and I'm like, what is it? But I, it's really exciting. So that's so cool. You guys are awesome. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, we fucking um, awesome. You guys are. I mean, you guys We're are. Awesome. I mean, damn. I kind of <laughs> wish we had had ourselves together at this age. There's no, I mean, we were not together like that. No, you guys, no, no, I mean, come on. You guys are, look how open and conscious and what you guys are doing. And you I mean, it's pretty, under crystal pyramid. But I mean, just right, like, I mean, your, come on, you guys, that, thank you for just what well, you're doing. Yeah. And it's yeah. Part amazing. of what we do is because of women, to be honest, women yeah. like you who yeah. are creating this space and this, you know, yeah, something to tap into. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Because this work is has helped us mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. in our like evolution and our relationship and mm-hmm. relationships outside of this. It's been mm-hmm. yeah, and crystals too, especially yeah. like I've always said. You know, I remember one of my friends said to me she was like my woo wooiest friend. Yeah, um, when I was I think I was in New York at the time. Maybe I was in Chicago, but um, she's like, crystals are weird, you know, but they work. She's like, I'll never forget that. She's like, they're weird, I know, but they work. And then I got them and they work. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my first like out-of-body experience with them. You know, I had my, I manifested Justin with them. It's just like, they've been- Wait, you what? You manifested Justin? Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? Like my boyfriend now. So I manifested him in the way that like I wrote him down, like in my journal, him to like a T, like a mm-hmm. specific T and then um, wrapped it up and then put rose quartz on it. And then every night I would like hold the rose quartz and say like, I'm receiving my soulmate. I'm receiving my soulmate. And then once I started mm-hmm. dating we gotta him- We got to get this in the next book. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you the ritual. That's amazing. And then once we, I met him, I knew, and then I said- that used his name. So I would say, Justin, I'm receiving Justin as my soulmate. Mm. I'm receiving Justin as my soulmate. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, it, it, it's weird. And, you know, but it's one of those things like, same with you, like, I don't need to prove to anyone that they work. You know, if, if someone wants to believe them, yeah. then they're for them. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, it was, and Justin sounds pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wow. he's the best. He's the best. Good talk yes. about him forever. <laughs> for, how do, I've been always wondering this. So, how do you cleanse crystals? How do you guys clean them for people that have them? Well, you can use sage like we were doing earlier. Uh And then you can also lay them out into the sun and the moon for like a day and a night. Okay. Because sometimes you're going to be around people or just whatever. They feel heavy. You don't want to be around them. You got to cleanse them. Everyone's got to start cleansing their home. Yeah. Okay. I hear so many people that are like, I feel stuck. Things aren't moving. I need money. Blah, 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 blah. If people started doing that Native American saging and just purify, and in our book, I got um, Bobby Lake mm. um, Tom. He's one of the original medicine Native American living right now, and he gave a prayer, prayer of how to clear your house of 
lower vibrational energy. I mean, it is a sacred prayer that he let us have reprint. And if I highly suggest wow. you say it. No, it's so powerful, wow. you guys. And um, if people re- can just cleanse their house, because just think how many times we get in fights with someone, we have arguments. How does that energy go away? It just, it sits there. And so, you know, if you go over to Asia and other places, they're doing all this. They're 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 offering incense. You know, you go to Bali, they've got all these offerings. I mean, they know that there's this, invisible world that exists. But over here in the West, we're kind of behind the times. So Mm. I definitely think if you want to have a shift fast, go get some sage, open up the windows in your house, clear the space. It doesn't say whatever religious prayer or belief system you have and just, or ask the spirit of the sage if you're an atheist or whatnot, or you're not into the belief and just clear and purify your environment. It will make a vast difference like immediately at such a inexpensive investment of maybe three dollars mm-hmm. i mean so i mean we do it at our office every day we do yeah. but i Love just that. it's I, you know people are like how do i sage my crystals well sage the environment that your crystals are in okay it's not just your crystals sage yourself mm-hmm. take a salt bath i mean how many times like you you know when you're around a lot of people you got to take a salt bath mm-hmm. i mean you got to get that energy off you got to mm-hmm. purify there's a lot. It's a daily. It's a job mm-hmm. to keep it all clear. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's yes. a job. It's how do we want to show up? We want to show up be, being crystal clear. We want to show up being in our best selves. Mm-hmm. And you got to sage. You got to cleanse. You got to take the salt baths. You got to do whatever it is um, mm-hmm. in addition to whatever your belief systems are. Mm-hmm. So those are simple tools that you could do that are not a lot of money that anyone could do, regardless of your belief system. But again, okay. consistency. Consistency. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So. And that prayer's in the book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that is, tonight. You guys, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm telling tonight. you, yeah. it's so good. And if you have bells or Tibetan bells or you wanna, I want to— I want some. You guys, or just any kind of like drum or whatever, you will feel a difference. It does. You don't need a scientist to come in and quantify if it, your place feels lighter. Mm-hmm you will feel it's lighter. If you're going to do this, do it in the morning so you could open up the windows and, mm. you know, let the sun come in mm. or let whatever. But you will be like, wow, that took five minutes. There was a minimal investment of maybe 3 to $5. Yeah. And I just changed my energy feel and I feel great. Mm. I'm empowered. I didn't have to go. No, You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. many things that are so cheap or free. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, like meditation is free. Like yes. sage is so cheap. Tea, drinking tea, if you want to make a ritual of tea, so cheap. Yeah. Like crystals are actually not that expensive for like what you get. You know, yeah. everything is like way cheaper than mm-hmm. people think. A journal, mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. It's a weird attachment to feel like you have to spend a lot of money to get. It's like a barrier people create for themselves. Yeah. Like it's expensive. It's like healthy eating is expensive. Organic food is expensive. Like it's expensive. Like, so I can't do it, but really it's just like a barrier that they've created for themselves Mm -hmm. as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. Timmy, can you um, talk to us about your vocal health? Because you and I, I have vocal nodes and just how you use crystals. Well, you see the one that I've got here. I know. I saw that. This is blue lace agate. Mm -hmm. And so literally- Do you have one of those? Honestly- Lapis. Yeah. Lapis, yeah. Um, sticking this on my throat at all times. I've got it on my my wrist. Blue. Um, Blue Lace Agate is about speaking your truth. So through this whole process of writing the book, what I have found is I wasn't always speaking my truth. Like I said earlier, I was repressing a lot. I was forgetting a lot because that was the way I was protecting myself from not having to have to deal with it. Mm. So what I'm now learning is how do I speak my truth gracefully with 
you know, without offending, there's there's a way of, of also telling what you need because you want to be heard and also doing it with grace. And so I'm still learning because I came out this way. Mm. Literally, when I was little, they wanted to remove my nodules and the doctor's like, listen, she talks way too much and she's way too loud. They're going to grow right back. Mm-hmm. So you've got nodules. Have you had them removed? No, they... I had the first doctor say, okay, surgery, let's schedule it two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, surgery, what? Um, it was like, you know, six weeks out or even more. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a second opinion. And I've been able to control them. Mm-hmm. I know what agitates them. I'm a singer. So it's honestly something part of me that like it, I, I didn't have it for so long. So I just didn't feel like myself. So I think just letting go of that, letting go of like, kind of what my voice used to be, you know, and I have this kind of new voice and I'm like learning about it. And the less stress, the less I focus on it, the healthier it is. That's good. Because I feel like the tension that mm-hmm. I would hold, like oh, just the the emotional, like I was so emotional about it and it would just be so tight. And um, so, yeah, I've I've learned, I'm learning things agitated like alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever it is, uh, acid, citric stuff. Yeah, like when we first were recording, it was bad. It was really bad, yeah. It was like bad, like some days it would be hard, like hard to record because yeah. it was so bad. It's yeah. gotten so much and better. And I would get upset. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, this is part of my job. Like, yeah. So I think that also like would make it worse. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely gotten a lot mm-hmm. better. Well, it gets frustrating because sometimes you'll be at a, a dinner party or something and literally, you know, the noise level raises and you're trying to talk above it all. And the first thing that goes for me is my voice. And I'm mm-hmm. frustrated because I can't even, like you, articulate. I can't articulate. I can't talk. I can't even Connect. speak. Yeah. So you know, when I get stressed or I'm really tired, that's the first thing that goes. Same, yeah. And so I don't know. I just find like I really try to breathe and try mm. to let, like, like you said, loosen things up and just get the breath through those vocal cords rather than, like you said, like tensing up yeah. because that's what we tend to do when we get stressed. That's where it goes for us. Yeah. So just being conscious of it. Totally. I love that. Although you could be a really great person that does commercials. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Our voiceover world. <laughs> exactly. I love that you said I'm a singer. Yeah, I know. I mean, you I am, it. but like, yeah, I know. But it's been hard because I don't know this new voice. So I'm like trying it's, to figure it out, figure it out. But it feels good because this feels like it. I, I'm not who I was 10 years ago. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not that girl singing soprano and, mm. you know trying to be what, that ingenue that everyone wants me to be. It's mm-hmm. like kind of a little more grounded. Well, I like which it. Which feels good. Thank <laughs> you. I love your voice too. Thank you. Just some quick fire things. So for our girls about crystals, what is a good crystal if they want to um, manifest like their dream career or job? Like for, for career or... or Yeah, I mean, definitely I think the pyrite, mm-hmm. which is fool's gold. And the reason I like pyrite is, is that it kind of has this mirror aspect mm-hmm. and a lot of people are, you know, believe that it helps to, um, unlock poverty consciousness. So, um, really it helps us to get to, why don't we think we deserve money? Why do we sabotage ourselves? What are those deeper issues? Mm-hmm. So once again, is it the crystal that's going to bring us money? No. The crystal is just going to be a reminder and a tool that we got to do some work. Maybe we need to make some more calls. Maybe we need to work on deserving. Maybe we need to think about what we really want to do and be happy. And do we need to sing or mm-hmm. do we need to start? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because when we love what we do, it 
it just doors open, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love the thing with crystals. If you just kind of look at a crystal, it kind of tells you what it does. So when you mm-hmm. look at pyrite, it's it looks like gold, right? Mm-hmm. And where do you want to find the gold in your life? Mm-hmm. So that's what I would suggest. Love that. And a crystal for someone that wanted to maybe break a bad habit or like an addictive, a bad addiction. Mm. Well, I always like what you say. Sometimes you think black zones are not really where you should go because black seems like, well, your addiction would be black, mm-hmm. right, and dark. But some of the black stones mm-hmm. that Heather can talk about really are what help take you through, as we said earlier, the dark side, mm-hmm. shadow sides into that light. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to walk there. I mean, we have a ritual in our book. It's um, cutting the cords, like the energy mm-hmm. cords that happen. And mm-hmm. um, we use a black kyanite kind of like, a fan. A fan. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if you're cutting the cords and I'll never be with that person. It's like, hey, no, I'm cutting the cords and I'm sending you your energy with love and light. And I want to just have my own energy field mm-hmm. so that I know the decisions I'm making are just me, not everybody else's thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why with feng shui and, you know, I did that for many years. So I don't like to have a lot of pictures in my bedroom of other people um, because I don't want all those people in my relationship. Love that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, once again, it's another layer with the crystals and the feng shui. But I think that... That, um, you know, that would be really powerful. Uh, the kinite, the blacks, cutting the cords help us get to allowing ourselves to, is it is it my addiction or is it something that I've got from somebody else, you know? Mm. Love that. And for enhancing creativity. I definitely think, I mean, you think of the carnelians and those oranges, mm-hmm. but I definitely think the more rooted we are, I mean, a lot of times people are like, you know, let's open up our crown chakra and let's connect. But unless we've got a solid foundation, number four, Mm -hmm. it's really, if you start open and you don't have a solid foundation to ground into, Mm -hmm. it's hard to really get the richness of it. So I definitely think the smoky quartz or these rooted kind of stones that are the jaspers and they have movement Mm -hmm. and they're earthy. They help us ground in. They help us root into stability so that we can allow that to grow within us. Perfect. And for protection from negative or low vibes, like negative energies. I'm addicted to selenite. I'm obsessed with selenite. Um, I can't even imagine living life without selenite. And I don't. I just, it's liquid light. It's all about white light. It helps to put a shield of white light energy around you. And I personally believe that the light is stronger than the dark. And to think that both, they don't both exist is actually kind of being foolish, that is life. You have both the yin and the yang, the light and the dark. And so I'm all about bolstering the light up. And um, selenite is is just, it's, they it's believe so it's soothing. The, yeah, it's the mm-hmm. highest vibrational stone on the on the planet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe that. Some people might I not. I didn't know that. That's amazing. But um, it's really high vibes. I mean, this, I had a really, really bad time getting my sleep back into patterning once after I had kids. Mm. And I mean, this is like your melatonin right here. Like you stick this under your pillow or I sleep with it in an exercise bra and it's, mm-hmm. it's there all mm. night and it's la la land. Mm. Oh yeah. It's nice. I've slept with it on my chest and I haven't moved. It's mm-hmm. good. Like I usually toss and turn when I sleep, but I, I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> oh, awesome. that's, good. that's good sleep. It's really good. For someone that wants to love their body. You know, once again, it goes back to that unconditional love, that nurturing. 
a lot of people would say rose quartz, and I think that's amazing. I also like to play around with the rhodonite because mm. it has a little bit of the black in it. Mm. And unless we get through our our upbringing and our programming and, you know, realizing I, what I love about like Alicia Keys and, you know, let's not wear makeup and just this whole movement of just embracing who you are because we're all different. Mm. Um, I think that the more, and I hope, I want to do that with my daughter. I see her right now and she's looking at them. You know what I mean? Like that's a conversation we have. Just be you, be, embrace who you are because she gets teased. Oh, I'm smaller. I'm this. I'm, you know what? You're made exactly how you were supposed to design to be made. Embrace your gifts. And so um, I, I like the, the, those kind of stones. And I like the watermelon tourmalines because they have Ooh. the, the Ooh, green yeah. and the, um, and the pinks where it's that yin and yang because we all have male and female within each one of us. Mm-hmm. And so it helps us to balance that, those sides. Love that. And I know we talked a little bit about your book and how we talked about some things in it, but we'd love to talk about kind of how it's structured, um, what people can expect when they buy your book. Well, the great thing about it is you don't have to read it from cover to cover. So you can go to specific chapters Mm -hmm. like on love and do the rituals, read the stories, and then put it down and maybe go to the money magnet chapter. So that's the great thing about it. It's really a recipe book where Mm -hmm. the main ingredient is a a crystal. So recipes, rituals, using those as the same word. A lot of the books out there are all about, this is a carnelian, it's orange, and it comes from blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Our, our book is really like, well, what do you do with that? How do I apply it? How can I use it? And we've been talking about different ways to use it tonight. But again, it's the consistency of working with specific crystals and we give timelines to help guide you. Mm. So you get results. And it's almost so like a coffee table book. We wanted yeah, to make yeah, it where if you're not even into crystals, you could care less yeah. about it. You know what? There's some really pretty pictures of crystals. And it's and so we wanted to keep it very current. A lot of imagery, some really cool stories, and some easy, simple things you could do on a daily basis. We really wanted to make it so it was accessible to everyone in some way or another and not to be afraid. It's just the energy of the earth. Really, mm-hmm. let's not make it more than mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, so. it's stunning, and I cannot wait to do that. I know. One, yeah, do the prayer, you guys. I cannot the wait prayer to do the prayer is powerful, tonight. and yeah. um, and just looking him up, he's so legit. And I remember I talked to him one day, and I'm like, man, I don't know what's up. There's like hawks circling my. Um, oh, I called him, and all of a sudden, I was looking outside, and there's like all these hawks circling my house, and I'm like what up about mm-hmm. you know 10 hawks just showed up and he's like the protective energy is there and be cautious of danger and it just and then mm-hmm. after i got off the phone they all left mm-hmm. so you know can science prove all of a sudden why I ha- you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. no I, I so i just i've experienced too many things i can't for totally. me personally like i don't need science to prove totally. to me that yeah. hawk showed up over my house circling and then, like proving and then it to you left. is not not yeah, my job. You know, yeah. so I feel like just their transformation has happened. Totally. You know, and I'm okay with that. Totally. So last night, really quick, last night, my angel's Raziel. Do you know what Raziel? Yes. He's Love. my he's my really? number one, number one wow. stunner. And last night I was like, I was in or I was in um Croatia and I was trying to make my flight <laughs> from Dulles airport to LA. My flight was gonna be delayed three hours, but the other another flight was boarding and it was like so I was like, okay, I have to run. So I just prayed. I was like, I pray that I can get on this flight that's boarding. That's not my flight. So I'm not sitting here for four hours after 19 hours of travel, got there, 
walked through like a wave of people. There was a list on standby of like nine people, but the lady didn't ask any questions. She got me on the flight Mm. and the people behind me were like, wait, were you on the standby list? And I just walked in. She got me on the flight. I got a business economy class seat in like in an exit (laughs) row. Wow. And I landed like in three hours and she was like, you know what? Your bag's not going to make it because it's going to be on the flight that's later because you got on the standby. She's like, it's not going to make it. And my bag was on the flight too. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Yeah. That's fake. Great. I know. I was like, oh, I was like, can you make this work? Like I haven't really asked for a lot. And I was like, can you make this work? And it worked like (laughs) a dream. It was amazing. How was Croatia? Croatia was so pretty. It was like... It was stunning. It was people are so friendly and so open and there is a sense of community there that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so clean. Mm-hmm. So clean. It was like pristine mm-hmm. and beautiful. And I just was like, I I love Europe and there are parts that I like more than others, but there are some parts that I'm actually underwhelmed by. But I was actually like blown away. I had no wow. expectations and it was like stunning. It was cool. Lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. How can our listeners connect with you? Obviously, the book is coming out. Mm-hmm. And we'll link that in the show notes. Link that. We'll be giving some copies away. We'll buy some copies to give away to mm-hmm. our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we're at energymuse.com mm-hmm. and we're on all the social media, um, Instagram, Energy Muse, Facebook, mm-hmm. Energy Muse. Um, and the name of the book is Crystal Muse. It comes out soon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you get on Amazon and all that other, you know, Wherever books yeah. are sold. Well, the good thing <laughs> is now if you pre-order, you can get five free bonus gifts. So oh, heck yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's Great. happening right now for a few days left. So oh, love, love that. that. Yeah. So, we'll have to tell our we'll have to tell the group. Yeah. Because yeah. by the time this is out, the book will have just been out mm-hmm. the week before. So all of the secret Facebook group will already know about it being out, but then everyone that's listened to this now can buy mm-hmm. the we, book. You know what I I mean, I'm really into community and mm-hmm. I just think and I'm I love the crystal community Mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool to see because you look at like you think competition or whatnot but we've had so many people in our crystal community I mean it's amazing I have to say the community of people in this genre and the pull that and the power that everybody does has connecting together I mean it's really made our book I mean shine and we've got Mm -hmm. into doors that we would never have had uh, this community of crystal people and people like yourselves that are mm-hmm. open to getting the word out that this is the energy of the earth and don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Let's demystify all mm-hmm. this stuff because, you know, when we when we are educated, we don't need to be scared anymore. Mm-hmm. So thank you to all the crystal so people true. and to all the oh, yeah. people that have supported that, you know, you never would have thought that are posting and you know, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. So thank that. you. Very yeah, grateful. And, and you guys create that space. Like you guys have been at all of our events, you know, with the crystals, with the rose quartz, you know, with the pyramid, everyone loves. Like you guys have been a part of the podcast too. And then we also have our discount code on Energy Muse. So people can always use that. It's almost 30 to get 20% off mm-hmm. of Energy Muse, all the crystals. The so make sure yeah. to use that and then get the book and then look out for the giveaway for us to be doing the book but it is stunning and beautiful and I'm so excited for yeah. you guys to so read it inspiring. like it makes so much sense to me you know when you're explaining that because I do have my crystals and I meditate with them but it, it is thinking beyond that like I yeah. think I'm ready to kind of do more with them and like yeah. reconnect more with them so I'm so excited to do some of the rituals yeah. well thank you yeah. I yeah. hope you guys like them oh, thank thanks. you for being and I can't wait to meet your new boyfriend <laughs> me too <laughs> and see you singing by, by a piano I mean geez it's gonna be awesome <laughs> woo <laughs> Thank you. That was really special. I needed that today. Aww. Thank you. 
appreciate it. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, Thanks for being so, so open. Much. We love you guys. Thank you. We love oh, you too. All right. Bye Thanks, guys. guys. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Almost 30 podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We just wanted to give a few thank yous to those that help keep this puppy rolling. Thank you to podcastmasters.net for editing our episodes and collaborating with us. Thank you so much to our producer, Clone Money, who just rocks our world every week, inspires us on the daily. Thank you to everyone who showed up to our Sex, Love, and Other Things event. It was such a success such a success. Um, thank you to Sage Wellness for hosting the event and providing so many goodies. Thank you to Unbound Box for providing the goodie bags as well as our other sponsors, Hum Nutrition, Simple Tonics, Primal Kitchen, Renew Juicery, what am I forgetting? Jeriki, Sustain, The Flex Company, The Philosophy Superfood, And thank you so much to our speakers who were so open and willing to share their stories um, and really go deep for our attendees. So thank you to Sophie Jaffe. Thank you to Polly Rodriguez, to Lauren Schulte, and to... Alexandra Roxo. It really was such a special day. Please look out for our next events coming up. You can go to our website, almost30podcast.com. Click on events. We'd love to see you there. We have our next event co-hosting with Be It Sipkin, uh, November 7th. Check that out at the Parachute Hotel. It is called Who Are You? You can get tickets at consciouscityguide.com slash who are you. All right, guys, have an amazing week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>